Hey, what's going on, everybody? Bill Jr. from Pure Cajun Outdoors. Getting into something new today, right? We starting a podcast. I know y'all probably didn't think this was coming, but here we are. I want to discuss a little bit about what we're going to be doing on these podcasts right here and just do a little talking, you know. Uh, it's something I've been wanting to do for a while now. We're going to get into it and let y'all know what y'all can look forward to in the future. Introduce myself to the new people out there. I create content on YouTube, TikTok, fishing, hunting, do a little bit of everything. I'm down in South Louisiana on the coastline. We hunt hogs, deer, squirrel, rabbit. We fish for bull reds, catfish, alligator gar, bull sharks in the swamp. Some of y'all may have already seen my viral videos. Uh, we've been doing this my whole life, man, fishing. And it's just kind of something that I got into a few years ago and it's taken off. A lot. Enough people have liked it. And so it's just, you know. It's a day in the life of it. It's nothing fancy. It's just kind of living down here in South Louisiana. We do a little bit of cooking as well. I've learned to cook my whole life from my family. If y'all know anything about Cajun culture, we like to cook. That's why there's so many Cajun restaurants around the world, I guess. And so uh, we're going to do this, man. We're going to get this podcast started off because there's a lot of times of the year, you know, where things get slow and, you know, the boat breaks down. The weather's not right. The water's not right. And I need to have something to do to kind of fill in some time, right? And still create content, still talk to my followers out there and the, the people that I've amassed over the years of doing this and still keep them updated and still have something that I can offer to y'all without being out there fishing. And I felt this was one of the ways I can do it. So it was a lot of brainstorming, talking to a lot of people. This is where we at with it. So this is what we're going to be able to do. Bring it forth to y'all. I don't know how often we're going to do these. We're going to bring different people in as well. You know, it's going to be a lot of episodes of me talking, fishing stories, things that we're doing down here, things we're seeing in the moment. We're going to bring guests in as well from around the country, around the United States, uh, even outside the United States. You know, we've we've met people along this journey of creating social uh, social media content. And so, you know, we know rod builders. We know people who make soccer jigs and custom bass baits and all types of stuff, you know, they're in some aspect or another. Some are boat builders, uh, charter captains, tournament fishermen, uh, from catfishing to soccer to bass, you know. And, and so we're going to take this time and this opportunity and we're going to try to bring some of these people on board, you know, and, and have interviews and bring y'all informative stuff as well. Not just all stories. That's that's the goal of what I want to do with this. And we'll see where it goes, if it works out and. I get a good response from y'all because that's who it matters to the most is if y'all like it. If y'all don't like it, y'all don't listen. I'm going to still talk. I just may not record it and go through all of this and put it up. But anyways, here we are. And so that's what we're going to be trying to do. This is, you know, 2023. I'm trying to expand. Social media has taken off for me over these last, you know, year, year and a half. And there's a lot of things I've always wanted to do, but I felt just wouldn't have been lucrative in the moment. I didn't have a big following, a big fan base at those times. So it's like, man, only two people might hear this. Is it worth my time doing? I really wasn't sure. But with over 60,000, you know, followers across the different social media platforms, millions of views, you know, we've got on the news already catching sharks. I, I feel like we've kind of developed a good base and a good following where some of these things I've been wanting to do, I can kind of start doing them and it's worth the time. And so uh, now y'all get me on the microphone talking. We're going to try to put these things up wherever we can put podcasts at. I'm, I'm new to this. It's going to be some audio difficulties. I'm almost certain. We're going to try to bring in a video aspect of this in the, in the future. 
uh, whether or not it'll be a live video is what I'm really shooting for. I'm, I'm still learning all of this. So we'll, we'll shoot for something live where we can actually have guests on, bring them in and out. And we can even take live calls for, for those that's listening, read the live messages if that's what they choose to do. You know, just, just, to, I think it'll be a fun environment. I think it'll be fun. It'll be a uh, informative which is always my main goal with my content, man, is just to create good content, but also informative content. And like any other of my content that I put out, family friendly, you know, anything I try to put out is going to be something you can put your kids in front of watching or listening and you you don't have to worry about it. It's, it's going to be okay. You know, as a father myself, I understand the importance of having an avenue for kids because I believe kids in the grand scheme of things, it's super important getting them from in front of their TVs, getting them from in front of their games, their phones, whatever it is, and get them out there fishing, hunting, boat riding. You know, if, if they're just going with someone, I believe it's super important. So if if my content can help inspire a kid to go out there and want to catch a fish or go ride with their uncle that's been asking them to go hunting or just anything of that nature, get the dads involved and bring them, you know. That's that's my goal. That's what I want to do. So once again, y'all could always count on having family friendly content that that y'all can trust, you know, and, you know, I'm going to be open to suggestions. Y'all know my email is out there everywhere on, on any of my social media platforms, which is pure Cajun outdoors across anything, whether or not it's YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, it's pure Cajun outdoors. We'll have a suggestion area. You know, if you want to send us an email, pure Cajun outdoors at gmail.com. You can send us an email submission, you know, submit a question. We'll try to discuss it on the next podcast or this podcast, you know, or, you know, we'll try to get to it. If you want to be a guest on there and you feel you have something to offer, something to discuss, shoot us an email and we'll reach out to you and we'll try to line something up and see the best way we can go about doing it. And, uh, yeah, man, just, just want to bring a little bit of this into the limelight. Like I said, have something to do. You know, I, I get asked this question a lot. Uh, what got me into creating content? You know, I fished my whole life, whether or not it was my dad. And I'm almost certain most of it started out the same way, you know, with a little small cheap rod with a Zepco 33 on it and a barber and some worms. You know, that's probably how most of us started out fishing. So that story and, and my origin story of fishing probably sounds like everybody else's that does this, right? Uh for the most part. However, getting into what I've been doing for the social media thing, uh, watching Jeremy Wade from River Monsters, that was a huge inspiration for me to want to get out there and like, hey man, we have big fish in our waters as well. I mean, I was watching him come from overseas and coming to Texas and coming into places like Louisiana and targeting some of these big alligator guard fish and things that we have. And it's like, you know, we got that. I see people catch them all the time, you know, and growing up, we would randomly catch, you know, big fish sometimes, you know, my family uh, had commercial fishermen in it. So from hoop nets to cross lines and, and we did it as well. We'd see big fish, but we didn't see huge fish. It was nobody technically targeting them. It just would just randomly happen. And then when you would see someone with a huge fish, you'd always Somebody wants to run over there. Let me take a picture with it. Y'all, y'all, y'all seen it. There's nothing wrong with that. But after watching River Monsters and everything, I had just reached a point where it was like, man, I don't want to take pictures with nobody else's fish. I don't want to show off someone else's monster catfish or 
the seven foot alligator guards. Like I got the skills and capability. I can go out there and catch these fish myself. Uh, so I invested in some bigger equipment, man. And, uh, I started just chasing big fish. I hadn't even started creating content yet. I just was targeting big fish. And when I started targeting them, man, it started paying off. It's like, okay, here's a big catfish. Here's a big alligator car. And, you know, I, I've met and started watching. Technically, I started watching YouTube. I didn't realize fishing was that big on YouTube, you know. I'd always went to YouTube and try to figure out how to change brakes on a vehicle or something. Uh, so we get into that and we start noticing that, oh, man, people are creating content tailored to this. And, uh. I'm like, I want to do this too, you know? And there was, I, I won't say no shows. I won't name their names, but there were shows at this time that was putting kind of like Louisiana on the spotlight, right? Uh, on, on different major networks. And for the most part, they're somewhat accurate, but like anything, that's reality TV. We also know there's a good bit of script and storyline that goes into it. And I, the long I've done the social media side and the entertainment side of it, I completely understand the reasoning of why they kind of got a, you know, saw something up a little bit. It needs to keep people interested. There's only so many times you're going to keep people's eyes on something if it's not interesting, if it's not exciting. But at the same time, I also noted that there was a, an element to it that wasn't authentic. And I knew the chances of me ever getting on any of these shows or talking to anyone to change their mind about it was slim to none. And, you know, I couldn't get mad at it. These people were making money, feeding their families with it. So I figured, you know, hey, man, really the only way I can do anything about this to try to counter what I'm seeing and what people are seeing is just create it myself. You know, uh, so I went out and I got my first GoPro and I just started recording. And I had recorded a good bit of content long before I ever posted anything. And then I started posting on social media, you know, on, on old YouTube and it, five views, you know, six views and somebody might like it. Somebody might comment, but you know, it wasn't, I didn't expect nothing overnight, but, uh, it was almost discouraging at first because let's just be honest, it wasn't that big of an audience into it. And then that's when I started kind of researching like, man, what, what does it really take to make this happen? I want people to see it. So it's only right, you know, that I do the research and figure out the best way to do that. You know, so many people create content. And the first thing they always say is, I don't worry about who sees it. I don't care who does. I just create it. And to me, there's a part of that that's true. You know, make what's, what's true to you, to yourself and what you enjoy doing. But at the same time, why are you doing it if you don't care if anyone sees it? Like, that's why we all do it in the end. We want people to see the content that we put work into. You know, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes money to to create this content. So, you know, that started happening. And then, you know, I hooked up with other content creators and we went out there and caught some bull sharks. And, you know, that helped grow my small name at that time. And it's still small, but I picked up a couple hundred more people. And then uh, we got into the whole TikTok thing real late. Because uh, I didn't know nothing about it at this time. There, there was no monetary reason to get into it. But YouTube started getting a little slow. And I was just looking for ways, more places where I can put my videos and try to direct traffic. Like, hey, I need eyeballs on my channel over here. And uh, 
my daughter, she's going to get mad at me for saying this, but uh, you're too old to be on TikTok. TikTok is for youngsters, you know, y'all stay off of there. And part of me believed it because I remember her being on the app long before it was ever called TikTok. You know, it was just lip singing and dancing and things like that. So part of me believed it as well. But I also just took a chance and just posted up some content and let it go. And what really changed it all around is one day we was hunting and we run deer dogs. And we was getting some dogs off of this neighboring property that was posted by someone else. And that's the last thing you want to be doing, right? And then lo and behold, here's this truck coming down here. We're like, oh, we about to be into some trouble, right? We know we're not supposed to be here. Technically, we're not hunting it. We're just retrieving the dogs. But still, that can always lead to uh, a hairy situation anytime that happens. And they pulled up and, you know, they was nice. And, you know, we was talking for maybe two, three minutes. And this other gentleman probably was in his 50s or 60s. He gets out the truck and he walks around and he's like, uh, man, I've seen you somewhere before. And I'm like, ah, partner, I, I don't know you, you know. And uh, he's like, now nah, I'm telling you. I think I was looking for a, a recipe on how to do something and I came across a TikTok video and I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, pure cage and outdoors, right? And I'm like, holy crap, like this man's in his 50s or 60s and he's looking at TikTok for, for videos and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's not just for the younger crowd. There's my crowd on here too. So when I got back home that afternoon, I started looking specifically for fishing videos because I didn't look for nothing on TikTok at this time. I just got on there, posted and got off. So when I went back on there that afternoon and I started looking, I'm like, oh, man, there's a whole nother world to this. Like there's fishing, there's hunting, there's older crowd, younger crowd. I'm like, so it's not just dancing. And so, you know, when I realized it wasn't just dancing, I was like, I'm going to focus on this just a little bit more, you know. But keep in mind, coming from the YouTube aspect of it, YouTube is kind of long form content, right? You want to go for 10, 15 minutes a video, you know, that's what you try to shoot for. And so here I am on TikTok, which they didn't have that type of limit, but I was like kind of maxing it out. I'm like, how do I take these 10, 15 minute videos and try to get them to where I can put them on TikTok and make sense? And they wasn't doing good at all. I hadn't really realized yet that TikTok at this point in time was all about short form content. And when I say short form content, I'm talking 10 seconds, buddy, and you're pushing it, you know. So uh, it took me a while to figure that out. And when I did figure that out and I started, you know, really making the short form content for specifically for TikTok, man, the views started picking up. You know, it was 500 views here, 1,000 views there. And eventually I got my first 20,000 view video and then a 50,000 view video and you know, now we got videos that's got over 7 million views, you know, and several 2 million, 1 million anyway. So, you know, it, it really helped a lot to learn the format of it and learning the social media aspect. And that really helped the audience grow. The The YouTube started growing as a not as fast as the TikTok does, but it, it gets bleed off from it. Right. So it does help put more rise there. It helps the channel grow. And all of it has kind of been working hand in hand. And, and that's really what I'm doing, which leads me to where we are today, creating this podcast. It's a, it's another tool in putting content out uh, that people want to see. They want to watch. They want to listen. I, I feel there's all different types of aspects. There's one thing I learned in doing this. If I found a group of people, for the most part, on Facebook, that same group of people might not always watch YouTube. 
if people found my channel through YouTube, they might not always watch my Facebook. And it goes across the boards. And, you know, when you get on something like TikTok, you realize that not everybody there is going to go watch YouTube. It's kind of like where you find people at is kind of where they'll stay, right? And I realize there's a large audience out there that, that enjoy listening to podcasts when they're at work, they're on their drive to work or whatever it is. They enjoy just sitting back and listening to some of these things. And I realized that there's a crowd over here as well that I could tap into and, and bring content, bring uh, whatever to, you know, and that's why we're here today creating this. And so this is just basically a trailer. I've been doing some rambling and that's why it's called Bayou Banter, right? And uh, so this is what we're going to be doing. I hope y'all enjoy it. This is going to be short. None of these are going to be two, three hours long and none of that. I'm going to try to keep them short, simple and sweet. I hope y'all enjoy them. Once again, purecajunoutdoors at gmail.com. Send us an email with suggestions, what you might want to hear. If you have anyone you think or yourself that can fit in and, and offer something, send us an email. Let us know. You can also follow us across all social media platforms. It's Pure Cajun Outdoors. Check us out. It's pretty much if, if it's an authentic account, we've got the same profile picture across any of our accounts. So. It's not hard to mistake it. If you find an account and it doesn't have the same profile photo as the rest of them, it's probably not the original one. It's somebody else just creating one. So once again, appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great weekend, man. I, I hope y'all listen to this and we're going to see where this goes. We'll catch y'all on the next one. Later.